Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of the University Star Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kisa Ramirez, the sports editor here. And joining me for the first time in a while, just like the good old days, Cameron Cutshaw. Hi, how are we doing? It really has been a long time since I've been on this podcast, but I'm excited to be back. Uh, we had a huge weekend uh, this past weekend. How was your weekend, by the way? Valentine's Day? Yeah. What was going on? I might have spent it by myself. So, uh, I mean, wah, wah. I mean, whatever you want to put right there. But uh, it was still fine. Uh, watched a lot of Texas State athletics. Uh, caught a little bit of everybody. It was a huge weekend this past weekend, to wasn't it? To say the it? least. I would consider it, honestly... Super Bowl, maybe, of, you know, Texas State Athletics. You had, let's say, I think six home games in a span of five hours. You had two softball games, one baseball game, one women's basketball game, and the capper, men's basketball on ESPN2, national televised game. Pretty huge weekend, and that's why we're here. We're here to cover those four teams, and I felt like the first team to cover naturally was that team, ESPN2, Georgia State. Uh, Men's basketball, uh, you know, we'll go into it, but 53-41 loss. What are your thoughts on that game? And I mean, obviously you were there, so you probably have a better vantage point than what I have. I was there, sitting four rows back on the home side. Uh, Great game, wasn't it? Decent turnout. I mean, the student. I mean, it was on ESPN too. You'd think like, to the we fill it up a little more than it was, but um, you know, I mean, the crowd shots they're panning. I was just okay. like, oh, yeah. why? I mean, it was it was fine. I mean, for a Texas State game, it was it was okay. But I mean, I was in the crowd. I was watching it. Um, they were they were awful. The basketball team. I don't. I will be the first to tell you, basketball is not my strongest uh, sport to talk about. But I can tell this team just doesn't have the chemistry. Like what we're like. What they have like eight, like six, eight games. They they have a limited amount of games left. Fighting. Thankfully, for a, I think that's a good thing. You don't want any more games. We're, they're we're fighting for a spot in the Sun Belt, right? Like to even be in the Sun Belt Conference tournament. And this this team just doesn't have it. I mean, they're embarrassing to watch. And I mean, you want them Point to no be, punches. I like it. I like the new yeah, camera. Yeah. I mean, they're just so like they just don't like they are the worst shooting team of all time. I mean, they cannot make a shot if they were wide open and there was nobody else on the court. I mean, they're they're like practice shoots and like when they're warming up, they can't even make them then. And it's it's they're frustrating to watch because you want to see them do well. You really do. Excellent segue there because the whole po- point about offense, this team's offense was 50 shades of awful. They and obviously probably even 55 shades, 70 shades, a lot of shades of awful. That's how bad this team has been offensively. Casper uh, kind of made me laugh in press conference there because he was like, we need to shoot better. A little bit of a pause. And then he said, you know, or I'm going to recruit guys who can. And Gant was saying after the game, we just need to put the ball in the basket. And when you listen to the press conferences and you hear them all the time, they're saying the same thing over and over and over again. We need to put the little brown basketball in the round hoop. Sounds simple to say, but they can't do it. And this team, 62.4 points in the conference last. Um, that's how many points they're averaging this year. And honestly, it's been worse. if you That's accounting for the team that they played in the Prairie View and the and just the bad teams they played early on. And now you look at it, they, can't, they scored 41 in this game. 41. They scored 27 against Texas. This team takes bad offense to a whole other level. And when you say embarrassing, I'm trying to think of another adjective to make it worse, but I feel like this team is just stuck, and I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know either. I mean, if we can focus on anything good, they did hold uh, Georgia State to 53. Which is a good team. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but where does Georgia State stand in the Sun Belt right now? Are they they were one for a while, but they might not be anymore. I what think they're it? three at this current point. They had kind of a little rough stretch, but, I mean, they're still the prohibitive favorite, at least in the preseason polls. Yeah, so I knew they were, like, up there in the Sun Belt. But, I mean, 
you know, they held them to 53 points. I mean, defensive, they're like, I mean, not. Defense is not the problem for this team. And I think Imani Gant even said that in the press conference. I mean, like, defensively, they're fine. It's, like you said, they cannot do the first objective of what what they teach you at basketball camp when you're a six-year-old is put the ball in the hoop. And, you know, I, I hate to be so critical of them, but, I mean, I think they know it. The fans know it. We know it. I mean, there's just not much more you can do past this point besides just do it. I mean, you know, what What else can we – like, they keep repeating it. We keep repeating it. A lot of it. prayer. Lot of, <laughs> yeah. Doing this. They, and... need, they need something, you know. They just – they need an extra little push. As time's running out, I mean, sooner or later they're going to have to, you know, they get I mean, the clock. the clock's ticking. I'm not sure if that's something's going to happen soon or ever. Um, thankfully, and if you're a Bobcat fan – this team is still pretty in a good position. UALR lost a double in overtime to Georgia Southern. That was the team ahead of them in the conference. So Texas State, by uh, addition, by subtraction, moved up in the standings. And you look at Appalachian State, they're ineligible for the postseason tournament, which helps Bobcats, you know, get in there. They're probably going to make it. Odds are they're not going to win a game. They're just going to be really – they're just going to be one and done. Um, but that's something to say because this team won eight games last year. And any step forward in the right direction is that. Um, so, honestly, this team – Disappointing, to say the least, because they started off well. They beat this Georgia State team in o- double overtime. They had some impressive wins. They were looking good. They had the swag, and then now they're fall flat. So that's the Texas State men's basketball team. And another team that, you know, played this weekend and kind of struggled too and, you know, was trying to find their footing, baseball. Um, I covered two of those games. One was a four-hour tie game. Don't get me started with that. But they are 0-2-1 this season, which is the first time they haven't won a game in the first three games since 2006. It probably it might date back even further. So this is a historically this is historically bad. I don't want to say bad start because it's three games, but they haven't played that well and they had a chances. So that's the Texas State Maine's baseball team, and I, I'm curious to see what your thoughts are. Well, I mean, I think you put it best. For Tuesday's edition of the University Star, um, you wrote that um, this – if this team doesn't win on Tuesday against Sam Houston, that they're making history for the wrong reasons. And, you know, I, you know, it's where it starts right there. I mean, this team is young. This team is going to struggle for reasons that are evident um, right now. But I mean, I think they're going to find their footing. I mean, I, you also wrote in your, um, in your article that like five games is equivalent to like one game of football. Every game in football carries away. So five games to one game, if that uh, logic, it makes sense to me, um, you know, so they're going to struggle and that's fine. You know, they're going to, they got to get their footing and, you know, this team is very young. I mean, you got like, what, what is, it? I'm, I'm going to go out on the limb and just say Granger Sutter's your star. He's your leader, right? Would you, what would you say? I don't know about that, but you he's one know? of them and he's just a sophomore. So that's, yeah, that's I mean, that's something about this team. Already. I would offensively, what do you think? I mean, offensively to me, he is like, he's your guy. He had a rough weekend. He did have a rough he, He'll weekend. be there. Granger Danger, they call him yeah. uh, for that. They started five freshmen in the last game against UC Davis. So that's something to be said. That's- the interesting th- thing about this series, I watched two of the games. Friday, they had a 7-4 lead going into the ninth inning. Lost it, lost in extras. This team easily could have won two of the three, but they didn't. Um, and it, for me, it cycles back to the bullpen. I also wrote in that same article, the bullpen, at least in this three-game sample size, wasn't so good. Their ERA, 9.78, nine different pitchers. Meanwhile, the starters, which consists of Corey Geisler, Lucas Humpel, Scott Griss, they pitched pretty well, 2.36 ERA. That's a seven-run gap. So when you go into the bullpen, you start to realize that, hey, this is not going that well. And that was interesting, too, because coach, uh, assistant coach Jeremy Fikak said before the season, and we also mentioned the preview, he says the team's strength 
is in the depth of the pitching staff. He said our experience and the fact that we have a lot of guys should help us. So in theory, this should even out, and he said this also after Saturday's game, we should be a lot better than this. Our talent will even out over time. For reference, this team was second in the Sunbelt Conference in preseason polls. So this team has the talent to get there. These three games against UC Davis, I don't think we're indicative of how good they can be. I, I think I completely agree with everything you just said. I this They're going to find their footing. I'm really not worried about them at all. Rough weekend, you know, um, I, I, they're going to get they're going to get there. I mean, what they got Sam Houston on uh, Tuesday and then um, they have a uh, I want to say a four game series against C- uh, Central Michigan coming up. Uh, also at home, I think they got uh, plenty of time to uh, regroup, get back together. And, you know, I'm, I'm really not worried about them. They had a rough start, stumbled out of the gate, but they can recover. It's a long season. I mean, that's the first thing anyone tells you about baseball is, like, ba- baseball is long and tiring, and it's just a it's just a fight to the finish. And in that same article, not to, you know, keep belaboring the point, but I said to, to reiterate the point that you said earlier, baseball is a marathon, and this team hasn't even passed the water checkpoint yet. They haven't even got to the two-mile marker where they're saying, okay, let's get some water. No, they haven't got there. They just started the race, and now they're going to start They're going to start getting to the real season. Um, they have an interesting matchup against Sam Houston State. Then they go on the road against Wichita State, and we'll see how this team fares. Honestly, wouldn't be too worried yet um, about this team in general. The second team that played also softball um, transition you know I'm a little lacking there I just didn't know what else to say to transition to softball but they just defeated uh, Texas Tech on Sunday 3-0 uh, also had a 3-6 loss to UTSA uh, 2-0 win over Texas Tech 2-5 loss to Texas Tech 3-4 loss to Grand Canyon this is the Century League Classic they had a lot of uh, they play a lot of games to say the least and the thing that was encouraging about this is that you see those two Texas Tech wins um, Randy Rupp pitched the complete game, one hitter in the in the Sunday finale, and to me, she looks like she's getting more comfortable. Coach Woodard said post game that we are finally putting her in a position to succeed. She's looking like that ace of the staff that we knew she'd be. So that's exciting to see from this team. Yes, exactly. Uh, very exciting. Uh, I covered softball last year uh, in uh, sports, and so I really the softball team is near and dear to my heart to say the least. Um, and uh, last year they went to Lubbock and they got lost, swept lost so bad. I mean for the, like I coach Woodard said that um you know that just shows how much they've grown in a year is about how you know they got swept by tech and now they just took two of three from tech I mean they didn't play three games excuse me right they just played two they played three against tech okay so one two of them okay so I was right but um you know that's it's incredible I mean this team is this team is also I would say is fairly young like you got some leaders who are up there in upperclassmen but you got some you got your your ace of your staff is what just had her sixth start of the season right some maybe a six little, complete games oh, she's actually game. played more yeah okay she's, so i mean workhorse but i mean you, the the leader or the the workhorse behind you and who's going out there almost every single game pitching you uh complete games left and right is a freshman and you know just imagine her growth and where she's gonna be she in can, four years she's gonna be you know and all all american any you know who knows like that's that's what you're thinking right now when it comes to her and um that's exciting on that youth movement she didn't have as great a weekend but ultimately i mean she can't because her first weekend was just incredible uh ariel ortiz fellow freshman yes yes, shortstop crushed the hell out of the ball last week Four of 18 in the last five games. I mean, that's not great, but it's also not terrible. Uh, two doubles in that stretch. And the week before, though, which I'd like to highlight because we missed that, three home runs, nine extra base hits, 1.6 slugging percentage. She was just playing out of her mind. That's youth going down the line, and that's a team that 
has those two cornerstones of the not to say franchise of the program going forward and five and five record through 10 games I don't know what to make of this team I feel like they could be better than this record they could be worse um it's kind of too soon to tell but their next three weeks they're going to be on the road it's going to be an interesting stretch like three weeks consecutively on the road coach Woodard said that that's going to test them that's going to be you're going to see what kind of team they really are so once you get past that stretch we're going to be able to see okay is this team for real is this team not and that's where we're going with but a team that I feel like is for real segue uh hashtag segue um women's basketball they just defeated 71 61 uh they defeated georgia state um another win for the texas state bobcats they are third in the conference looking good trending in the right direction unlike the men's basketball team uh what are your thoughts on them oh man if we're going to talk about a team that's making texas state look really good right now it's that women's basketball team i mean they are the highlight of our athletic department right now i mean uh zanera antoine has just got them good and good to go i think if like they're right in the same place as men's basketball in season where like you know sunbelt conference is approaching and i mean you know are they still third are they moving up to they're still third okay cool um you know i mean they look good they're they're taking care of business and that's all you can ask for them and i'm uh i'm really excited to see um just what they're gonna do in their sunbelt conference tournament because you know they they might be the 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 dark horse that comes and maybe finally brings uh home that championship that uh i know antoine has been wanting to bring since her tenure here started and that was the message in october she was telling us we need that championship we're focusing we got that eyes on our championship and this team third place in the conference and i'm saying that for the second time because that's a really important seed because if they can stay third that means they're avoiding arkansas little rock until the championship and that's a team that they haven't been good at the last been able to beat the last two years so having that third seed getting the second seed in the semifinals could give them the, leap, the you know the head start the momentum to get to there um aaron peoples in the last game 24 points career high she's looking good they had foul trouble she came in defended Bridley logan the best player on their the best interior presence on that team and the thing i like about this team is their versatility they have what antoine calls eight starters eight different people that she can rely on consistently to you know hold the rock whenever there's a matchup that needs uh, whenever there's a matchup right she has eight people that she can trust and she can go okay i got Aaron anderson here megan Breyer here maybe this is a taylor deer matchup maybe kalia may should come off the bench jacqueline jeffo's there like she has versatility that honestly when i covered this team i don't think she had and that's surprising considering they had caitlin wall injuries and they have injuries across the board so this team like you said to me is the real deal finding their footing defensively pretty solid offensively and we're looking at a team that I think could carry the rock and be that team. So that's women's basketball. And that's our recap of the weekend. Uh, Cameron, do you have any final thoughts? I mean, I was just going to make a joke about how they have eight more starters than the men's basketball team has. Ooh, nailed Ooh, it. Hashtag facts only. Yes. Um, but, you know, I mean, overall, it's solid weekend, right? I mean, we, we just recapped the whole thing. But, I mean, like, and I can't even imagine the weekend you had having to cover all that and get your, uh, your writers to um, – get your stories in and you know that's in incredible uh hashtag awesome and then um no more hashtags for the show we're going to keep our quoted down to the next we're, we're done with hashtags i promise all right um you know a uh, good weekend looking forward to looking forward to women's basketball if we have to take a positive away from this show uh stay updated with them i mean they're they're catching fire and i'm excited to see where they go um you know it's looking overall looking pretty good i think i'm excited to see where baseball and softball go um you know 
like I'm not going to judge them too yet because, like I said, it's too As early. But men's basketball is just men's basketball, and you know, it is what it start, is. Start looking forward to next season. If I were a close follower of the men's basketball team, my final thought: crunch time. I think this team, this athletic sports season hitting up. You have track and field also going to the Sunbelt Indoor Championships. You have all of these four sports vying for contention of uh, postseason bursts, and it's exciting as a sports editor because now I can kind of get to work and kind of do what they kind of pay me here for. Um, and to see all these teams, I no clue how they're going to fare in a month or two, but to see the process and see them evolve as they have has been exciting. So that's what I'm looking for. Things are heating up. Everything's are happening finally after kind of like I feel like the doldrums is kind of December, January. So that's that's kind of my final thought. And that's where we'll leave the show. Um, so if you have any questions, as always, tweet us uh, at the University Star or at underscore U Star underscore Sports. Um, and as always, Cameron, I am Kisa Ramirez, and that's our show. <laughs>